Well, the July recruiting period is officially open and the staff is already out on the trail. Joining me today to talk about Gonzaga's recruiting is Jason Jordan of Sports Illustrated, all right here on the Locked On Zags podcast. Don't go away. You are Locked On Zags, your daily podcast on the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, y'all? Welcome to the Locked On Zags podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host and longtime Gonzaga podcaster, Andy Patton, here to bring you news and updates on all things Zag athletics. And I am thrilled to be joined today by Jason Jordan. Jason is the director of basketball recruiting at Sports Illustrated. He's here to talk about Gonzaga's current and future recruits. Jason, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to come join me on the show. I'm excited to be here, man. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, I want to start talking about the few players that Gonzaga does have committed for the next couple of years. I know fans have been a little bit anxious, a little bit on edge as Gonzaga has had these two just incredible recruiting classes back to back with, of course, Jalen Suggs and Chad Holmgren and the other pieces in both of those classes, Hunter Salas, Nolan Hickman, etc. cetera. Uh, and now for 2022, we're looking at, at one kid, uh, Braden Huff's the only one they missed out on Baba Miller at the very end of the recruiting period there. Although, I think Zag fans will happily take getting Drew Timmy back as kind of the consolation <laughs> prize there. Uh, but right now, Huff, Huff is kind of the only name we're looking at. Uh, I don't expect a huge role from him in year one, but I'm curious how much you've seen him and kind of what kind of player you think he, he could end up being in a Gonzaga uniform. Well, I think he's a great um, piece, right? So sometimes uh, you get stars like Chet. Sometimes you get really good pieces who could mm-hmm. potentially be stars in the future. Uh, like um, Huff, and I think he probably fits that mold. Highly skilled, stretch for, does a lot of different things. You know, he checks off a lot of boxes, but on the offensive end, he really, um, you know, he can get after it. Mm-hmm. He can score on all three levels. I think he's a, a great system guy, particularly for that system that yeah. fans will end up loving down the road. But to your point, I don't know that, you know, it's, uh, the stable's a little crowded this yeah. year. That's not a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I think eventually, you know, he's going to develop into that that star that you guys mm-hmm. grow to love for sure. Yeah, it's it's Gonzaga has has built these stretch fours into really monstrous pieces in, in recent yeah. years. You know, Killian Tilly is a great example. Uh, they didn't recruit Kyle Wiltshire out of high school, but certainly his development was was sure. outstanding. Like they've had. Yeah. They've had a ton of guys who've really stepped into that role. Uh, they're hoping Ben Gregg will be one. We'll see kind of what happens with him. But Huff is certainly a piece that I think is going to really contribute. Uh, probably not at all as a freshman or very little, but, but eventually uh, down the line, I think he's going to be a big piece. Uh, one other player that the Zags have have officially in the stable, uh, or at least officially as officially as you can get, uh, is Dusty Stromer for the class of 2023. Uh, obviously, uh, one thing that we've also seen with Gonzaga a lot in recent years is is seeming to be a little bit earlier on recruits who kind of pop later in their high school right. career. Uh, I think this is, frankly, a testament to their ability to to identify talent very right. early on. Uh, but Stromer is kind of the latest guy in that who's really kind of moved up the board a lot after Gonzaga showed him a lot of attention and has uh, secured a commitment from him. Uh, what kind of player do you think he is uh, and what kind of player do you think he could be in Mark Few's system? I think you're spot on with that assessment. Like, um, great eye, great eye. Mm-hmm. Inside, right? yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he's only gone up uh, in the last six months for sure. I really like him. I mean, he just mm-hmm. made the all-star game at the NBA Top 100 camp, which means of the Top 100 players, 
you know, he was in the top 10. Yeah. And the top, for those that don't know, the top 100 camp, by my estimation, is the number one most grueling camp of the summer, you know, individual-wise. And then they put you on teams. But it's everybody there is a four and a five-star yeah. uh, player. So he was playing against savages every game. Just, um, you know, great length, great, uh, great skill set, very versatile. What I really like about him is that he really controls pace. So guys get out there, and I've seen it a lot of times with him, they think they can speed him up. And, mm-hmm. you know, they try and pressure him because they think they can take it because he's they think he's slower. But mm-hmm. he's like he's deceptively quick. I won't say he's fast. Yeah. He's deceptively quick. And he, you're not going to speed him up. So I really like that high IQ guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like I said, he's scoring at all three levels. Just smooth. I, best way to describe him is really smooth. Yeah. Plays at his own pace. And um, he gets where he wants to get on the court. So um, and he does that against everybody. Like mm-hmm. it, it could be a lower level underrated guy, or it could be the five stars that he was playing against at top 100. So I really like him. I really like his progression. And I I like, you know, with a logical progression, I think he continued to rise. Yeah. Uh, He seems like a really solid fit in in Gonzaga's very fast paced kind of move a lot offense. And he he talked about that when he was uh, interviewed after being, after committing that, that Gonzaga's kind of frenetic pace that they run offensively was something that was appealing to him. Uh, Do you think Gonzaga has, has perhaps an advantage for, a certain archetype of a prospect who is interested in that kind of offense, because like I could understand why a kid like Stromer isn't going to go to, you know, we'll pick on Virginia, for example, or or like a pro or St. Mary's, you know, in the WCC programs that don't run that way. Do you think that that is something that Gonzaga can really sell on the recruiting trail? Yeah. And I think they do, you know, Mm -hmm. I think um, the system is definitely something that that attracts me. It's funny. I was talking to the Kentucky, uh, site the other day and mm-hmm. their fans are a little upset because they feel like they sell the NBA too much where yeah. they feel like they should sell the system. And I'm like, eh, well, no, that's not your brand, right? right. <laughs> your brand is to sell the NBA. Now Gonzaga's brand is to sell the system. Yeah. It's fun. like, there's funny, you know, uh, parallels there, but I think uh, it works for Gonzaga to sell that system because I do hear that, you know, mm-hmm. it say that they're like, man, and in, the, and in that system, I hear, I, I've heard that a lot, even this summer. Um, and in that system, I think I would flourish, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. um, for sure, I think that that is the the greatest selling point that the coach, the coaching staff has for sure. All right. Jason and I are going to come back in the second segment. We're going to talk about a few offers the Zags have out for future recruiting classes. But before we get there, let's talk about rockauto.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endear often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Plus, Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could need. Tail lamps, brake parts, motor oil, even new carpets. I just had my 13-year-old car service recently, and I can tell you having one place to find all the parts I need makes things infinitely easier. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in there, how did you hear about us, box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. All 
right, well, I want to move on to talk about some guys who, who haven't committed to Gonzaga yet. Uh, yeah. a, a handful of players that, of course, the Zags have, have been interested in, probably more than I'm aware of, more than uh, than is out there kind of in the public knowledge right. so far. Obviously, the staff has been very busy, has been very good uh, over the last couple of decades at kind of finding some under-the-radar guys. Uh, but lately, the, the names that are kind of on their list are, are, are often some of the more higher-ranking guys, uh, certainly something they've right. they've done very well the last few years. Uh, the first player I want to talk about is, is Mookie Cook, who uh, is kind of an interesting story right now. He took an official visit to Spokane in February. Uh, he listed Gonzaga in his top three alongside Kentucky and Oregon, uh, you know, small forward playing LeBron James in an upcoming movie. Uh, very, very athletic, very talented young kid. Uh, he committed to Oregon and then less than two months later, he changed his mind. Um, maybe someday we can have a longer conversation about what the heck's going on with Dana Altman's program. Cause they've lost two very high profile kids uh, recently, but, uh, but this means that cook is, is ostensibly back on the market. Uh, do you think the Zags are back in play here? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think to be very honest with you, uh, mm-hmm. when he picked Oregon, I do think that Kentucky finished second there, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. you guys were like the third tier mm-hmm. uh, option um, from all my uh, check-ins. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that now that he's back open, he has reached out to. Well, there's been some mutual interest with Kentucky. I do mm-hmm. think you guys are going to be in play there. Yeah, um, and I also think he's going to be looking at pro options, um, yeah. but I. He also said Oregon was in the mix, but I don't think, you know, by and large, kids don't decommit to recommit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't expect that to be uh, much of a player there. But, yeah, I definitely think you guys are in play. And then there, there's been talk of some reclass, um, mm-hmm. you know, reclass options there. So, yeah, you know, um, I, I think you guys will be in play. I think uh, he'll lean, he'll look, look stronger at pro options. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would say you guys, Kentucky and pro options and then the college coaches will jump in now for sure they'll start to jump in now and especially we'll know we'll know a lot more after um the live period peace jam is where things go it goes down at peace jam right yeah that's where the meetings happen even though they're not supposed to happen and (laughs) that's where the calls are more intense and um you know things just happen at peace jam so we'll know a lot more after that um but i i don't expect his situation to be over soon yeah so um Unless he's reclassing. So, and that is something that would happen after Peach Jam as well. Yeah. So, um, it'll be an interesting couple of weeks for sure. With, uh, with Cook, uh, if, if he does come to Gonzaga or even not, uh, what, what kind of player are you seeing here? Like, what kind of, we, we know there's some, a lot of athleticism. Uh, what, what kind of other things stand out about him? Well, he's a great system guy, too, to your point. Mm-hmm. I remember Mookie keeps a blog for me at Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And so I remember him talking about the visit there. And he and to what I was saying earlier, kids would mm-hmm. say, oh, in that system, I think I would flourish. He said that. Yeah. You know, and he would. You know, he's in a system there at AZ Compass Prep where he plays with Tylen Boswell and a couple other uh, high-level uh, top-tier recruits. And, mm-hmm. you know, he meshes well in a system. You know, so he's a three-level scorer, yeah, but – um, it doesn't hurt him that, you know, other elite guys are taking the taking the brunt off him, maybe mm-hmm. uh, in other facets of the game. But he's a big wing, great yeah. rebounder, can guard multiple positions. And, um, you know, he does a lot of things that check off boxes that aren't on the stat sheet. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's a guy he's the guy that you're going to win with. He's yeah. definitely uh, projected uh, to, you know, be an NBA guy. That mm-hmm. never hurts. Right. No. So um, another great. A great, I would, you know, where I said uh, Huff's a great piece, mm-hmm. I would say Mookie's, um, Mookie's a potential star from day one. 
Yeah. Just because he checks off so many boxes, his skill set is so diverse. Mm-hmm. And um, he's just big, big and strong, big and yeah. strong wing. So I want to move on to another guy that the Zags uh, have offered in mid-June. Uh, that's Xavier Booker uh, out of yeah. Indianapolis. Uh, four-star big man, a whole bunch of teams who are interested in him. Uh, I, I'm curious if you have a read on him at all, uh, what kind of player he is, and maybe if you got a sense of where he might be thinking about going to school. Yeah, well, there's a lot. Well, as far, in terms, I'll start with that first. In terms of the recruitment, long way to go, right? Yeah. Um, I know that Michigan State is a major player there. Duke's in there pretty mm-hmm. heavy. You guys are in there for sure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Louisville, and he still has yet to take a decent amount of visits. Yeah. And you got to remember with him in the last six months, he's blown up. Right. Yeah. So we knew about him. Right. But but to the point about um, Stromer, he yeah. start, he's doing it now against elite guys. We had a, a all um, during the NBA draft. We had an all high school NBA mock draft and he was number two in our all high school NBA mock draft. If teams wow. could only pick high school players, he'd go number two behind Mbako, who's going to do. Right. So, um, you know, he start this is kind of having a standing eight count from all this. Yeah. <laughs> this newfound attention. So it's going to it's not going to be over quick with him. So there's a long way to go. And so um, but, you know. He's, he's the unicorn of the class. I don't know if you've ever heard about a unicorn. I don't know if you guys have any, any, is that, any is that, is that a basketball experience, yeah. any experience with that word uh, uh, there with you guys, but he really is 6'10", handling the I mean, where have we heard mm-hmm. this before? 6'10", handles right. the ball like a guard, can knock down shots like a sharpshooter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his his offensive skill set is um, is pro level. Like, he, he has a pro game. He, like, he's shooting the fadeaways. And, you know, he's a southpaw, which I think, you know, mm-hmm. is tougher to guard, especially in the post. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's checking off a lot of on the defensive end. He's a rim protector. Now he needs mm-hmm. to get stronger. Sure. But I don't think that with his skill set and length, it won't. It's kind of like Chet. It won't. Mm-hmm. It's not. He's still going to produce if he doesn't get. I always give this example. Look at Reggie Miller. Yeah. I mean, Reggie yeah. Miller is what? He couldn't bench press the bench. He couldn't bench press, bench press the bar. Right. Yeah. But he was one of the greatest players in NBA history. Mm-hmm. He, Xavier is like Chet. He's mean, you yeah. know, on the court, tenacious. Yeah. Um, and plays with a high motor. So it's not going to impact him in that way. Long term projecting into the league. Yeah. He'll need to get stronger. But, and, you know, logically, progression wise, he'll get stronger anyway. But he's a guy I'm really high on. Obviously, he's produced uh, this spring. And um, nothing's going to be over quick here. But you guys are definitely a contender. Absolutely. <laughs> it's funny, man. The, the uh, They need to get stronger arguments. Always funny when you're talking about 19-year-olds because it's just going to happen. Like they're yeah, definitely absolutely. stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With, I mean, with Chet, we're, we're recording this on Wednesday morning. Uh, so for, for people who may have watched on Tuesday evening, Chet Holmgren absolutely just decimated uh, the, the Utah Jazz in the uh, NBA Summer League. And, and gosh, I, I didn't think the physicality looked like an issue when he blocked Kofi Coburn at the rim, even though Coburn's got 100 pounds on him. Uh, yeah, it's uh, unbelievable that people are still having that 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 concern. Obviously, it's, it's something that's going to change with Chet and certainly something that will change with Booker too, but it's yeah. not a reason to not recruit somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, last guy that I want to talk about with you, Jason, uh, here in the second segment, uh, Caden Cooper, uh, six foot five wing out of Oklahoma. Uh, I, honestly, I was reading a lot of the, the different uh, recruiting services, and there's kind of not a lot of consensus on him at this point. Uh, it seems like some places are really high on him, some places 
not nearly as high on him. Uh, a lot of schools are in on him, which tends to not mean nothing. Uh, that's usually pretty significant. Uh, Gonzaga right. made an offer a couple of weeks ago. Is there, is there much that you've seen uh, on this kid? It's funny. I talked to Caden last night. Um, oh, really? So, yeah. Uh, we're doing something on him for next week. So mm -hmm. um, he's the best dunker in 2023, right? I love so that. He, he hates the dunker label, right? Don't they all? <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I mean, when you're East Bay and in the, in the pregame warmup, I think you might like the dunker. Yeah. So, but but I, and I, I wouldn't give him the label of dunker, right? Like mm -hmm. he gets to his spots on the court, um, versatile, definitely tenacious on both ends of the floor, mm -hmm. um, can guard multiple positions. And um, he's tough. Right. He's a I like more than anything. How do you impact the game? Right. So he's an impact player. Yeah. Right. So what you know, that can be ambiguous. So it means a lot. But with him, it can mean a lot of different things. And so um, I think he talked about you guys' visit and he mm -hmm. said he had an amazing you know, it was amazing. Sure. It was an amazing visit. He said one of the things that really stood out uh, to him was, you know, how the fans are in awe of the players you yeah. know, there. And he, it was just like, wow, these guys are rock stars. Right. <laughs> um, and he said that really stuck with him. And he, he said it was, he was like, man, it was wow. It, yeah. So I would say 10 out of 10 on the visit. Sure. Right. Great. <laughs> but I know that he's going to take another visit to Texas and mm -hmm. he's taking one more visit. I'm not sure if he's um, locked in the dates, but he's definitely taking two more visits. Yeah. So this one, um, I don't know if this is over in the summer. Yeah. Um, so there's still a long way. To, and if it were a week away, I, I've learned that things ha I've seen things happen in, in, in 12 hour increments. Sure, like I've, yeah. I've seen a kid say, yep, going there, man, I can't wait to get there. And then the next morning I wake up like, all right, man, you ready to announce that you're going there? And he's like, yeah, I'm not going there no more. Like, wait, what? Wait, wait, sorry. So, you know, when there are months, Mm -hmm. man i'm telling you and i think you know after the live period once again um a lot of th there are a lot of moving parts during the live period so I i'm yeah. always taking a standing eight count after that and seeing where the dust settles and he's not going to make a decision before the live period because he's definitely going to take those visits so um but i know that you guys made quite the impression so um you guys definitely yeah. have are strong with him definitely are strong with him and he talked about the system, right? Yeah. And he's a guy who would float. He's a guy who would benefit from being in a in a in a great system. Yeah. Like you guys, a system, and he's aware of that, right? Because they sell to to your earlier point. They sell that like they should because that's their brand. Yep. And um, guys are saying that that system is getting guys to the NBA. All right. In the third segment, Jason and I are going to come back. We're going to talk about recruiting as a whole and how the transfer portal has impacted both domestic and international recruiting. But before we get there, let's talk about Built Bar. From the amazing people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given the coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right, the coconut brownie chunk built bar flavor you love in a delicious chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. But stop drooling and listen. They are good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time. Go to Built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. All Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which is good for your body, and your body absorbs it more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. 
eat something that tastes good and is good for you. Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com to order your box of chocolate brownie chunk built puffs right now. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. I think the system conversation kind of leads perfectly into the next topic that I wanted to talk about, which I, obviously this conference realignment conversation has, has only been going on for, for less than a week and as dramatically as it's happening right now. But one thing that, that has kind of come up out of it uh, and certainly has kind of just been a talking point in college sports uh, for a while has been that, you know, the, the, the rich get richer. And these yeah. big, huge schools and the SEC and the Big Ten are going to, you know, have this huge collection of schools. And with all the football money that's going to pour in, that's going to pour out into basketball. Yeah. And and there's this kind of growing concern for some of the smaller schools and, and Gonzaga being in this weird spot of this like powerhouse school that's also not a football school and not right. in the East yet. Uh, but there's kind of this this concern of like, is Gonzaga still going to be able to recruit? Are they going to be able to compete with? Uh, you know, a system that now allows these players to be paid, which is fantastic and a good thing, but but obviously could be disadvantage. You know, not an advantage for some of the smaller schools. Now, Gonzaga has has sold things other than money, which is kind of what we've been talking about with the system thing. But do you think there's any reason for real concern here? Or are the Zags going to continue to find a way? Um. Yeah. So <laughs> I've talked to a lot of different coaches who the biggest thing that the NIL and the portal has mm -hmm. produced. Um, other than massive numbers, yeah, is entitlement. Yeah, right? so every coach I talk to says, "Oh my God, like yo, Jay." Like I had a coach, I mean, a, a high level coach. Yeah, right? very well respected. I won't say his name. Yeah, but he said he called a kid. This was, you know, during the portal mm -hmm. craze of a couple months ago. Yeah, when everybody was getting snatched up. Mm -hmm. He called a kid, and the kid, you know, this is the coach you would say, "Oh wow." Like, yeah. Hey, coach. Right. <laughs> right. And he said, I called this kid. And, you know, the first thing he said, hey, it's so and so. I just wanted to you know, I had to call and check in. This is the first initial conversation. The, the first thing the kid out of the kid's mouth is, yeah, I need you to call my agent. Oh, geez. Right. <laughs> so and he was just like, oh, oh, my God. Are you kidding? You know, so he's like, you know, obviously that didn't work out. Um, right. So, you know. The entitlement is something I always I'm always curious about how older, more established coaches yeah. are going to, you know, I mean, Jay left, Jay yeah. left, Roy left. Right. Mm -hmm. And don't think it wasn't because they didn't see this coming. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you, you got Mark Few, I mean, established guy, year 23, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, And so, eh, you know, how much are you going to bend there? What I'm saying is like. The reality is this, and it's hard, it's tough to say, but it's just the the the, the nature of where we're at with the mm -hmm. sport. It is not crazy for a kid. Actually, you know, it's on on par, and mm -hmm. it's, it should be expected for staffs to a kid to come in and say, "Okay, so how are you going to market me?" Yeah. Well, what about the what about the the, the love of the game? Uh, right. We'll get yeah. into the love of the game in a minute. How are you <laughs> going to market me? And right. how much money can I get in NIL? I need to know that. Right. Now, coach, now staffs know that that's the case. Right. Um, but it is, you know, and I, every coach I've talked to is like, Ugh, it's just, Ugh. I, I, I got to get used to that. Right. Yeah. Um, and I don't see that ending anything. So I feel like it's only going to get worse. They haven't mm -hmm. put anything in place. They're not going to police anything. 
Yeah. They're saying they're going to do, they're not going to do anything, right? I talked to Mike Boyne at Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. and he said a rule is only a rule if it's if there's a consequence behind right. it. If you're just like, hey, we don't think you should do that, mister. <laughs> they're going to be like, nah, get out of here, right? You right. know, like uh, super pack, right? <laughs> so the reality is the name of the game is what can we do for you? How much we can get you? Mm-hmm. And you have to navigate. Now, all kids aren't like, if it ain't top dollar, I'm not coming. They're all, they're not all like that. Right. But they right. do want something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you know, they want it to be market value. It's just, it's, this sounds weird to say. They want it to be market value. And, you know, right. they want to, you know, they look at their NIL valuation, which is always funny. And, um, you know, so you, Coaches are finding ways. Now, we're all learning this stuff real time, right? Sure. So this is the biggest summer of, I mean, last year, yeah, but this was the one where it was like, boom, yeah, it's here, right? So um, coaches are learning to kind of navigate their way through that space, seeing where they're drawing their line in the sand. And, and because some coaches are like, no, next, you know, <laughs> I, and I've heard that. Like, yeah. I've heard that multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're just trying to find the, 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 the um the perfect balance in that regard so it, it it i think it's something that will shake out over the next year all right jason one more question for you because i know that you got to head out here soon i wanted to ask about international recruiting uh, obviously yeah. something that, that has been for a long time a huge part of gonzaga's success uh probably less so going forward in major part because Tommy Lloyd uh, was their primary international recruiter. He is out at Arizona now, of course. Uh, But I'm wondering if you think there's going to be less or more international recruiting going forward because of the transfer portal, because of NIL, if that has kind of had an impact on some of the international recruits. Yeah, it has. Um, And I do think it will. I'll say, I'll tell you this. I did a story a couple of weeks ago about how the transfer portal is kind of halting the whole reclass reclassifying up and okay. hey come on now you're ready come on you're not mm-hmm. ready we just need you you're, come on come on right yeah. they're not doing that anymore now coaches are saying hey man take that other year you know we got <laughs> options now and i yeah. know kids that are like yeah I- i'm gonna because a lot of these kids reclass you know in the eighth grade and something so they're like you know they yeah. can they're like i'm ready to go now and the coaches i i mean five-star players and yeah. coaches are like nah nah just just bake a little bit more we we got this transfer that's averaging 18 and 8 right at this level you know and so co- uh, players are kind of having a pivot now now they're you know the, the messaging with the coaches so if they're doing that it's definitely going to impact every the portal is only going to grow right that one year waiver <laughs> woo, <laughs> man that that just boom i mean it, it was like over 1400 this year yeah. i expected to be higher next year you know, with that, the waiver and the NIL, it's just uh, it's a perfect storm. Um, and yeah, so t- your original question, is it going to be international? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because there are more options now for yep. players at this level that are producing at this level. And I'll tell you something else before I go. Low major school, I'm, and I'm going to, I'm working on a story about this. Low major schools, you know what they're, do you know what the message is from low major schools? A lot of them. Mm-hmm. The message now is, hey, why don't you come produce in Portal? <laughs> That's wild. Isn't it? Right. Yeah. They come here. We know you're going to transfer. But don't you want Mark Few to mm-hmm. come into your, you know, recruit you? Right. Well, come here and average 15, help us win the league. And he will recruit you. <laughs> and, the, and the coaches don't mind talking. They, they're like, this is the game. Yeah. This is the game. 
So, you know, I, I don't expect the portal will be crowded again. Yeah, without a doubt. Jason, man, thank you so much uh, for joining me today. I wanted to give you a chance to kind of plug what, what your, where your stuff is, where, you, where people can find you on Twitter for anybody listening who, who's interested in, in learning a little bit more. Yeah, uh, so everything's at si.com in the college basketball section. Um, and, you know, on Twitter, you have the Twitter there. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> Jason C. Jordan. And, uh, yeah, man, check me out. Uh, had a great time. Andy, I look forward to doing more in the future. Yeah, absolutely, Jason. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the show. Absolutely, man. All right, that is going to do it for me today. Thanks again to Jason for coming on to the show. More fun stuff coming up later this week, all right here on the Locked On Zags podcast, available wherever you get podcasts, and of course available on YouTube as well. Finally, thank you again to those of you who have made Locked On Zags your first listen of the day. Locked On WCC doesn't exist yet, but you can get more informed on the very, very busy West Coast happenings by making Locked On Pac-12 your second listen of the day. Host Spencer McLaughlin and the local experts of Locked On take you across the Pac-12 in 30 minutes, five times per week. All right, thank you all for listening, and go Zags.